Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. We're here to take our teacher back. And that ain't no joke. And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is a man who once did the Jenga, but he knocked the tower over, so it's not really the same thing. Chad Lindsay, how you doing, man? Hey, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very happy to be doing this film. It's a, I, It was a lot of fun going back to this, and it's, I mean, it's fun, it's corny, but I had a good time. It's definitely corny, but man, it, it's a it's a fun little film if you don't think about it too much. <laughs> like, if I may, like at all, <laughs> like at all, yeah. The, if you had trouble with the coincidences in the past films, well, <laughs> let me tell you, you may have issues with this one. <laughs> it's one of those things, though. I do have a lot of issues with this film, but for some reason, and I think maybe it's just Mark Dacascus. I really let a lot of it go, even though, like, I strained both of my eyes because I was rolling them so much. (laughs) (laughs) But I have fun watching this movie. Like, it was nice. I hadn't seen it in decades, but it was it was fun. And it's so goddamn stupid in parts, but it didn't detract from my overall enjoyment. You know, no, like it didn't offend me. I was just like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I basically said that a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's like watching a child try and fight an adult. You're like, oh, that's adorable. Like, (laughs) like, I'm not offended by it. I quite like it. But there's times when you're like, oh, come on now. (laughs) Let's, let's not be crazy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, this is a. This is from 1993, so this is a fairly early movie. This is probably, I think, and I could be wrong about this. I, I didn't find too much, but I think this is the first movie that introduces capoeira as an actual martial art. It was definitely the first one for me because I had never heard of it at all, like at all. And this is 93, so this would have been right around the time that we got Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So, yeah. you know. We yeah, had true. two kind of arts come out at the same time. Can you imagine if Capoeira had grown the way Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu had grown, yeah. and like it was now the dominant martial arts on the on the on the planet? That would be <laughs> that would be wildly insane, as insane as the plot of this movie. Yes, but that would uh, be yeah, magically that was deliciously insane. Right around this time, I think the world really, on a large scale, got introduced to BJJ and uh, Capoeira. Yeah, ninety three was the first UFC, so that would have been. The whole introduction of of specifically Hoist Gracie and the whole family with respect to jiu-jitsu. So this would have been the the blow-up year for that. Yeah, there's no way that that Capoeira would have blown up because it's, you know, how many Capoeira guys have we seen fight for real? Like, not many. (laughs) Like, you know, I think it comes down, like you said before in previous podcasts, it's really about the person. It really is. And, like, the thing is, like, you know, I've met one Capoeira guy in my life, okay? Like, I've met one. Yep. In this movie, everybody's a capoeira master. Like, everybody. Like everybody. <laughs> even at the 
end of the movie when he goes to the chop shop, the fucking mechanics drop their wrenches <laughs> and they fucking know it. So they start doing like, flippy what? shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what the shit? Yeah. It's, it's, this movie's mental for that. That's, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. This isn't a very long movie. It's about an hour and a half. So. Uh, as always, five sections we broke it into here. Before we get into the movie, please make sure, as always, go to our social media. We're at YHOTP on Twitter. Check that out. On Instagram, on YouTube, and on our Facebook page. You can find us just by searching You Have Offended This Podcast. And please, if you would, the most important thing, go to patreon.com slash You Have Offended This Podcast. And there you'll find all the tiers where you can support us for as low as five bucks a month. You can get access to all of our full shows, plus the entire back catalog of season one. And you can also get the new series that we've started that comes out every two weeks, which is called Partial Arts. And that's movies that have fighting in them, but they're not necessarily martial arts movies per se. So you can get access to all of that. Leave us comments, leave us reviews would be awesome on whatever platform you're listening to. Subscribe and tell your friends, man, get us into people's ears. That's the way we spread the word and get a bit of a bigger audience. That's the bomb. And thank you, as always, to our patrons, because you two rule right now. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, so jumping in here, section one, we kind of have the opening of the movie. We have Lewis leaves the army, and he goes home to his school. He meets Kerrigan, his old teacher. He gets into a fight pretty much immediately, <laughs> and the uh, form he forms a capoeira club at the school, and we get the introduction of his old flame, now teacher colleague, Diana, I guess. So the opening here, we get, uh, you know, the the Brazilian sort of b-roll here of the birds flying and everything and lewis is sort of standing guard here uh on the i don't know the 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 shore here of brazil i guess where he's stationed as an army fella and he ends up seeing some guys throwing down doing their capoeira practice with the music and whatnot and he goes over to join them in his uh in his little uniform and does his little dance and his little flippy flippy stuff. And it's, it, this is actually pretty cool because they actually have real, I'm going to say capoeistras. I think that's what they're called. I don't know. I just call them capoeira guys. But Capoeira guys. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's a great opening. They do a lot of the stuff in slow motion, which I think makes sense because, I mean, this is the first time we're kind of being introduced to this style and this art and it looks really good like the movements are pretty straightforward they're measured these guys are practicing and having fun so they're not making connections you see that this is not that this is kind of like a fighting art dancing art but i do like how you know it's bright and sunny they're smiling they're laughing they're clapping the music's playing it really kind of shows the art for the first time for me anyway as something of bringing people together and i i thought it was a great little opening it's cool man and i think that's what capoeira is ultimately you know coming from the the roots of slavery and in brazil and and hiding their their fighting art as a dance and super flippy gymnastic upside down crazy spin kicks and stuff like it's very movie friendly yeah because it looks awesome right like there's so much jumping and spinning and stuff like it's very cool on camera like you said with the slow motion super cool and Dacascos does a good job of flipping around, like, as a lifelong martial artist that he is. You know, he gets in there, and he's acrobatic and flipping and throwing down, too. Like, he carries it off well. And uh, one of the guys here, the main guy uh, in this little thing that he slaps five with at the end, was actually his capoeira instructor in the movie. 
Yeah, I figured. He seemed kind of like the alpha student slash teacher kind of person there that had had the most control over his movements and such. So usually, you know, those guys get a little little bit part in it. So, yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, and he comes back around at the very end here as well. But we'll get to that when we get to that. So the Jeep rolls up here, the, the Jeep Hummer truck thing, whatever. And, uh, hey, Lewis, you're out of here. You got your orders. And Dacascos gives him the stink eye and ships his butt out of the Amazon. And that's a wrap. He goes and takes the little stick from his instructor and gives him the... I thought this... When when I first started watching it, I was like, did I get the, the Portuguese version? Because he says, obrigado por todos. Like, he says, thank you for everything. And he gives him the, the stick. The, the, the capoeira instructor gives him the, the magic... Not magic, but the, the musical stick that he uses. The and, magic stick. The magic speaking the magic stick. stick. <laughs> he gives Man. him the talking stick. And yeah. lets him lets him leave. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, he bounces out and we get the smash cut kind of back here to uh this is filmed entirely in Miami. This film. This it didn't have a very big budget. The budget on this film was only six million. So it's a fairly fairly low budget film. It didn't make much. Yeah. The the worldwide box office was uh th- just well, under three point three million. Firstly, the sick like it it looks like a really low budget film. But I have to say, like, they worked it hard because when they're inside the school and then later when they go inside the dojo, like, they did a decent job at making it look like it was because that school looks like it is run the fuck down. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, they put on some fresh paint. It might have even been like a closed school because it, it's it's pretty rough, man. It's it's a pretty rough building. Yeah, there's. There's a lot of little things that you can see. Is like, okay, these guys didn't have a big budget, but it looks like they really worked hard with it. And the other thing where you talk about this not making a lot of money, I remember when this came out on VHS because we'd never heard of it in the theaters. Like, I don't even think no, it got run not at anywhere all. near us. But uh, you couldn't get this at almost – like, there was only one or two video stores that had this. And I remember, I think you and I – went out to I think it was like Video Difference or one of those specialty video stores. Yeah, it was that little one to... at the corner there uh, by my place. Oh, okay. Remember the yeah. one where I won the apron for renting like 500 yeah, movies? Yeah. yeah, you were like the <laughs> you were the greatest customer and they gave you a chef's apron. Like that never made sense. I have but no yeah, idea was, why that happened. There were very few stores that actually had <laughs> they, they they probably brought it in just for you because you were their best fucking customer. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mike would watch this. This guy likes martial but, arts movies. Order a bunch of them. Order a bunch of them, whatever they got. But, <laughs> yeah, like that. This, this was not a very popular movie at all. So I, I don't find it surprising that it didn't really recoup its budget. No. So he goes into the school here, Lewis, and we, we get the introduction here of, of Mr. Kerrigan, his old teacher who is who has no control over his class at all they are not paying attention to him at all he's trying to talk to them about natural selection and darwin and that guy goes hey won't you naturally select my ass out of this class and he just yeah, like, walks out plays his music like so 90s like bad kids so stupid like, yeah like, like spitballs and stuff yeah we don't respect you teacher it's like my god those children he's he's a good actor though i like jeffrey lewis who plays mr kerrigan there uh we were speaking earlier that's juliet lewis's dad the actress juliet lewis yeah, and he's also Chad and Alex's uh, caregiver in the Van Damme film Double Impact, which we had yes. seen right around this time as well. So this guy was this guy was killing it as martial arts student's mentor 
type characters. Crushing it. Crushing it big time. And he has a good punch later in the movie, which we'll get to. He does. He has one. He has one one good little throwdown scene. But yeah, he gets this in here and, and Lewis tries to talk to Kerrigan here about the school and he gets the lowdown from Kerrigan that, well, this school sucks a whole lot of ass. I don't know if you've noticed. It's terrible. Yeah. This movie. This yeah. is awful. Like we... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's drinking. Like Dacascus walks in and he's like boozing it up. You oh know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he this cares guy not. hates his life. He hates his life. <laughs> like it's it, he does not enjoy getting up and going to work every day. He's just no. trying to ride it until he gets that pension. Yep, trying to teach these uninterested dipshits about evolution. <laughs> it's not yeah. gonna work. <laughs> so basically, they go outside to have lunch in the little courtyard here. And Lewis is just kind of like, well, if you've given up, well, all right, fuck yourself then, I'm out. And he just goes to leave. And when he leaves, he's in a bad mood, and he sees uh, a gathering here, and we get the introduction of the Jamaican gang leader, Philippe, who is played by Jeffrey Anderson Gunter. Who's amazing. I love that dude. He's really good. Like, I remember him, he has that distinctive cut beard that we see him in uh, marked for death yeah he's one of the jamaican jamaican gang members there like he got kind of typecast as that that kind of but he's good man he's good in this film i like him and he's he's slapping around his little brother i think it is one of the students yeah he's like the uh 37 year old gangster beating the shit out of his 25 year old brother in high school yeah that's the one thing that they do in these films is like they don't actually get 16 15 and 16 year old kids but is no, he's Ma- a grown-ass that- man. This is going to sound crazy, but is that Master T? Is Master T one of the gang members in this? I, do you remember Master T from Much Music? I do, and he looks like Master T. I I think that is <sighs> Master fucking T, like Sans Roxy. Like, I really think that's him. It and does. I don't want to hear any, like... I don't want to hear another word about it. <laughs> I just, I just want to say that I legitimately think that that's Master T. I'm going to look that up at the end of this. Look that up and see if that is, because it does look like him, but I'm not going to say yes or no, because I can't really tell. But, man, DeCascos talks a little bit of shit to him here. I should say, Lewis talks a little bit of shit to Philippe here, the gang leader, and is in no mood to take any of his nonsense, and starts laying the capoeira beatdowns down on these three gang guys and he just beats the living snot out of them in this circle of children and i love that there's teachers that come out yeah and they're watching this carnage and violence and they're laughing like wow look at how this brings people together (laughs) okay like there's there is some shit there is some shit that goes on here one i wanted to talk about uh mark dacascus his acting Okay. Yeah. This is like I think his second film. It's not that. It's not that great. No. Even though he's got a lot of charisma when he's like, "I ain't a teacher." Yeah. And there's no law that I can't make this my business. Yeah. Like it's not very good. <laughs> but I will say, like, you just watch this guy because him in John Wick three. So yeah. Like from this film to his acting in John Wick three, because John Wick three, he was absolutely fantastic he was cool as shit in that movie yeah it's it's really cool to see this guy at the beginning of his career and then decades later uh he's still working and he's really honed his craft in so i just wanted to make a special note to uh you know how far he's come as as an actor yeah he's got that that screen presence thing where when he's on screen you're like who's that dude like you want to watch him he's got that brandon lee steven seagal chuck norris thing where when he's on screen he draws your eyes to him yes but you're right like in this movie 
the acting chops aren't quite there yet. And to be honest, the writing is not super awesome in this movie. No. It's okay. It's, it's you know, it's passable, it's, but damn it, it's not great. <laughs> you know? No, it's it's not. <laughs> but again, overall I enjoy it. like like all these teachers that come in later and they're like, Well, who were you beating up that kid? <laughs> and then they're like, Right. Oh, I wanna I, I and then he's just like a former student. He's like, I wanna teach all the bad kids capoeira and the teacher's like, You fucking nuts. Yeah, what are you out of your mind? Pretty, <laughs> you're out of your goddamn mind, kid. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You just beat a guy up on school property, like <laughs> <laughs> Violently. Three guys. <laughs> but just like like we'll just say like during this time, like the eighties and nineties were, you know, just like stay away from drugs, kids. Like that was like a big message pushed across every channel. Yep. There are dozens and hundreds of films which basically there is a large gang of drug dealers. A large gang of drug dealers. Nobody knows what to do with them. The community can't deal with them. The cops can't deal with them. The DEA, nobody can deal with them. Then one fucking guy shows up. Right? <laughs> like, one guy. And he just shits in the apple pie. Like, he fucks everybody. Like, large organizations, 30, 40 gang members, dealing drugs, shooting people. Nobody can stop them. One guy beats them with his fists like with his fists fists and shins like that's the thing that's so great about these old fucking corny movies that i fucking love is one guy straight up kicks the shit out of everybody and their cousin and you know saves the day yeah it's great it's it's a it's a fun plot mechanism that is used in these old movies where the single guy comes it's always a guy like, it's never, ever a girl. I don't think it's ever a girl, even in something like China O'Brien. Like, she goes to this small town, but her dad's already the sheriff. Yeah. Like he's like, already you know, trying like stuff. The next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank oh, is kind of like that. Yeah, that's like, true. I mean, you know, it, and then, you know, actually, Hillary Swank did Dangerous Minds, which is like a fucking straight-up copy of this, too. So, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> and Michelle, what did, what's that one that Michelle Pfeiffer did? Wasn't that Dangerous Minds? Oh, that was Dangerous Minds. Yeah, then they fucking remade almost the exact same thing with Hillary Swank called i don't know like white yeah. teacher dangerous schoolers yeah. <laughs> yeah look at my white bit. teacher or whatever yeah, so yeah. It's, it's always the white dude that comes in and fixes everything yeah well you know although although in this it's Takasco's who's what is he hawaiian he's uh he's he's mixed several yeah. i don't know i fucking i don't know he's cool i, don't know. I like him I don't that's know what, what he is, is. Yeah. Cool, yeah, that's man. what he is he's goddamn cool it's fucking cool so they set up the they decide to set up the capoeira club and they somehow acquire this old-ass firehouse that him and Kerrigan go down and clean up and kick the windows out and kick all the homeless people out of there. Yeah, yeah they just kicked us. Hey, get the fuck out. Your lease is up. Get out of here. Clear out. Get, out, get the fuck out of here. Hey, Jack. Like, I'm a, yeah, whatever. But that's... They, they actually go through, they clean it up, but when they bring the kids there, the kids are like, what the fuck? This place is a piece of shit. And I was like... Man, do you know how many shit dojos I worked out? Like, right. it's a pretty fucking good dojo. <laughs> For, once they're like, done with hey, it. Hey, this place is falling down. It's like, no, man. Like, no, I've, I've been in worse places. It's not It's not bad. Yeah, Kerrigan literally hoses it out with a fire hose. And he's wearing a fireman hat like a 
fucking child. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's playing fireman. <laughs> the, the school bus pulls up. It's covered up with graffiti. Like all the kids are coming in. They got toothpicks. They got their hats on sideways. Big ghetto blaster. You know, like, shirt ghetto open, no shirt under it. Yeah, yeah like they, they come strolling through. Yeah, like, going, Kerrigan? Yeah, take a look at my nipples. Yeah, yeah hey, how about look that? At this over, hey, this guy's over here trying this to teach us something. Here. Hey, we're not going to learn. Screw you, know, you and your learning. Yeah. I'm going to be on my skateboard, Kerrigant. Yeah, it's fucking kind of it's kind of corny and stupid. But, I mean, this is a low-budget film, so it actually, in a lot of ways, feels like a 90s TV show. I like was with a, just about with to a say that. budget. Yeah. It feels like an after-school special. Yeah, like... You know what I mean? Like, like, they all look like the bad kids from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's so... It's like an episode of 21 Jump Street merged with an episode of Fame. Like, <laughs> just kinda, exactly. Kind of rolled together. It's just like, fame costs, and right here is where you start paying. <laughs> In blood. But yeah, they, 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 they take these kids, and I love that literally, the bus pulls up, the, the principal gets out and hands them all their records and crap, and... And that one kid walks by Lewis and, like, pushes the files closed with his finger. Like, you ain't looking at my file. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to be all badass. But they go inside the firehouse. And when they get inside, they they, Kerrigan tries to talk to them, and that doesn't work. And Lewis, because, uh, what's his name? Donovan. Donovan has the music on. And Lewis is like, hey, man, turn that music up. (laughs) And they're all like, what? (laughs) You're the cool guy, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you heard me like, turn that music up but I, I think that's again part of him not having the acting experience in so it's kind of corny and then all the kids react to it and then there's the one kid who's doing the tony montana impression who's like the baddest orlando yeah yeah orlando and he's just like uh you must think i'm playing punk like yeah and he just whips the knife out <laughs> yeah that's, he's a good little actor, too, that guy Richard Coca. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's been he around. He is a he's, good actor. He's kind of chewing it up a little bit. They're all really chewing it up here. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, like you said, after-school special level production on it. But, I mean, I, I have fun. I love the fucking costumes and the outfits they're wearing. I love the you know the setup. They got an old fire engine in there. Yeah. It's, it's good for what it is, man. Like, it's it's good. It's cheese, and if you know it's cheese, and you know it's 93, so you're accepting that the cool music kid has a poison logo stitched into his jean vest. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, you're the cool kid. Like, if you accept that, great, off we go. So the music gets turned up, and Dacascos tries to teach them how to Jenga or whatever, but of course they laugh at him because it's a stupid little dance. And this is where Orlando's like, hey, you're stupid. I don't like you. And yeah. they get into, like you said, you think I'm playing, huh? And he starts pulling the knife out, and then we get the fight with Orlando here. And this is, it's it's a mat fight because or Orlando isn't a fighter, very obviously, and he's just kind of lunging at him. And DeCosco's is just making a miss with the knife. Imagine if he just stabbed him in the guts and that was the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, just the end. <laughs> Murder. And that's a wrap. Orlando goes to jail. Yeah, that's, that's what they should have just called it. Orlando goes to jail. But I mean, the, the, the thing that I that I really have a hard time with, like the 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 real criticisms I have with the film is he's there, he's teaching them capoeira. None of them have seen capoeira before, including Orlando. Yeah. Right. And then 
Later, it's revealed that everybody in town is proficient in capoeira, including his gang leader cousin, who is the greatest capoeira guy in town. And Orlando is acting like he's never seen it, experienced it, heard about it through the entire thing. That's the that's the hardest kind of leap that I had to have with this with this film. Well, yeah, that's a that's a plot hole you could drive that fire truck through, dude. Yeah, you can't have. I mean, if this kid grew up, Orlando grew up with his cousin, who we're going to meet very soon, Silverio, who is a capoeira maestra, maestro, master, whatever the hell. So he's clearly been doing it for his life and has a place that he trains at. Yeah. So obviously these people would know, or at least Orlando would be like, oh, yeah, I know that capoeira shit. My cousin does that. Like, but he's a lot. Yeah. Like, (laughs) obviously. But it's just like, oh, no, I don't know. This is stupid. That dance. (laughs) What a gay dance that is like there's stupid slurs like that in here too right oh there's quite a few yeah but that's how people talked in 93 well that's the thing right so accepting of that so anyway he fights orlando kicks him in the ass takes his knife away and then as soon as that's over he goes all right class dismissed get out of here like yeah they were in this school for 15 minutes (laughs) and then he was like go home they're like you're sending these delinquents out onto the street for the whole afternoon yeah It doesn't Somebody make needs any to sense. account for their location, sir. <laughs> Don't you have to take attendance in fifth class? Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. DeCascos, I'll tell you, man, as one of the other podcasts I listen to, the co-main event says, DeCascos looks good getting off the bus here, man, in that tank top like he's ripped. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. He's he's shredded like a julienne salad, man. Yeah, he, man. <laughs> uh, no, he looks good. I mean, you know, he brings them back the next day, and then DJ Bebop there has remixed the the Jenga song for them and uh he plays it and everybody kind of laughs and jokes around but it's kind of it's kind of cool they just kind of give it this new hip hop sound to it and uh try to get them try to get them out there to do some performing yeah i don't mind it at all i like that donovan was like hey man can i borrow this and he takes it home and remixes it into some cool new Jenga dance music and dacasco says like yeah man i dig it i like it then he gives his whole little spiel and you know, accept the kids for what they like to do, right? Like that whole vibe. Yeah. But you're right. He takes uh, he takes the kids back and brings them outside into this little courtyard thing outside the fireplace. And uh, Orlando's trying to be a badass when <laughs> Lewis is like, hey, here's some new music that was mixed by Donovan. And Donovan's like, no, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> he's trying to be yeah. off. And yeah. Orlando's like, hey, yeah. Donovan. And like clapping and then double fingers him because <laughs> he's yeah. standing on the back like, this the little bench thing anyway he's trying to look like a badass and so he takes uh lewis takes shay aside here and tries to make him learn how to do the jenga and shay is like hey man i thought we were gonna learn how to kick ass <laughs> like you're teaching us this stupid dance <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i think that's everybody that starts to learn any martial art and they're like you know you learn any martial art you start with the basics you know, I know with, with yeah, jujitsu, ba- it's okay, lay on your back. Here's how to get out from underneath if someone's on top of you. And it's not yeah. sexy. Like, my <laughs> my first day of karate was, like, the most important thing you can do is keep your feet underneath you. So we're going to walk across the dojo all night. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> I signed up for this? What? Wait, why, why am I but, paying you for this? Basically, yeah. Go for a yeah. walk? We're going to show you how to walk. I, I know how to walk. Yeah, yeah you got to walk from here. here to there. <laughs> Yeah, how do you think 14, I got here, I don't have man? a car. What are you doing? <laughs> Sensei. But 
it's kind of cool that these guys practice like well into the night, which you know somebody representing the school should not have had that child out that no. late without letting. But anyway, you know that aside, it's kind of cool. They're in the they're in the dojo there. They got like some lanterns going on, and he's teaching him some moves because you know he's the kid's gonna fight the next. Well, day. that's yeah. We get know, a little bit of Daniel Larusso syndrome here of yeah time compression. Yeah, yeah it's you know yeah. It's, oh, he, he worked with him for five hours, and now he's a you know he can throw all these cool kicks and can fuck up Eddie. I think it's Eddie that he has to fight the next day. But yeah, they flash right forward, and Shay and Eddie are throwing down, and like. He's kicking the shit out of Eddie. Like, he's kicking him in the face and, like, rocking him. Like, oh, yeah. full-on fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they go they go full contact. Like, all right, everybody, this is our first fight. I've trained one out of uh, nine of you or 12 for, of for you. For four so, hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for four hours. So, go. <laughs> it's just like a, it's like a fucking cockfight. It's <laughs> right? <human> cockfighting. <laughs> like, it's just. Well, hey. I don't care how hard you train for four hours. If you train for four hours with no problem. Prior knowledge, and they go, okay, fight that football player. You're probably going to lose, dude. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, like, like if somebody ever said to me, "Is like, okay, you got to train this guy to fight. He's going to be in a fight. You only have four hours. I would fucking teach that guy to cover his ribs and throw headbutts. <laughs> like, that's right? basically. I'd be like, this is this is what we're going to do. We're going to tuck you up forward so your nuts aren't hanging low. <laughs> cover your ribs and be a master of the headbutt. I would have just have him throw four thousand headbutts. That's all, you know, and then the. That's it. We only have four hours. You're going to headbutt this guy. Right in the face every <laughs> single time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now that we've practiced uh, headbutt to the nose, <laughs> now we're going to practice headbutt to the orbital. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Keep that now dialed Now we're in. going to practice headbutt to the fucking chin <laughs> yeah that's that's where i'd be fucking focusing all my shit i wouldn't be doing the cartwheels uh, i'd be no. like we do not have time we do not have the time to get into the jenga here no buddy. no that's insane and then he's whooping this guy's butt so now a few of them start to to practice in here i actually i actually love like the historical aspects where they said you know like they hid their martial arts moves in dancing because you know martial arts was outlawed because i fucking love that with like uh, i like that with any of you them. know over in okinawa yeah, with Okinawa, like, oh, weapons were banned. Oh, well, we started using fucking nunchucks and farming tools as our weapons, right? And then we, you know, we used to keep those and stuff. So I think it's kind of very cool and romantic. Yep. But yeah, they're they're doing their thing. They're doing their art. It's part of the the whole part of it, not just the practical applications of the not fighting, just the but the, ass. You know, the whole, yeah, just the whole sphere of the martial art, which I think is good for these kids because these kids are fucked up and broken and this is kind of giving them something that will help bind their mind body and spirit not to get too far into the intellectual side of it but you know i think it's kind of yeah cool. oh no for sure for sure and i like that he brings the instruments in here so the next scene we're kind of into section two here with the dojo and the intro of the kids which we already did and the donovan making the music tape and orlando's cousin silverio shows up in this section and uh, he kicks lewis's ass a little bit here at the end of this section yeah. But yeah, we're into the, the music part here where he sort of introduces the kids to the drums and a part of, a big part of the capoeira system, I guess, is the community part and the musical part. Yeah. And then while the music is being played along the outside, the two other people are doing the the forms or dances or whatever. They're, I don't know what they're called. I probably should look that up. Um, in the middle. But Lewis here tries to tries to get in close with Orlando and come on man 
here, this is in your blood. And Orlando's like, uh, how about you don't fucking yeah. know me? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah. Start yeah. D's nuts. Yeah. And he fucks off and that's a wrap for him. So he's trying to be cool with him. And it, you know, when you try and be too cool with a kid too quick and they just brush you off. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Done that many times. You can't, you can't come too hard on a kid like that because he's going to, he's going to sense it a mile away. Right. Yeah, so yeah, he just kind of blows off, which is the, the the whole thing with Orlando. He's angry, and it's like he doesn't seem to fit in with his cousin's gang, which we learn a little bit yep. later. But you know, he has a hard time fitting in with anybody. Yeah, like so. And I think that's why he's angry, right? Like if if you're going to look at the character yeah. of him, he's he's a guy with no home because he's yeah. too cool for school, but he doesn't want to be a real bad guy. Yeah. So he's he's kind of left out in the middle somewhere, right? So yeah, he fucks off, and Lewis later in the night goes to try and find him. I don't know how the hell he finds him in the middle of this basketball park under this freeway overpass in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it looked, it kind of reminded me of Freedom Town in uh, Scarface. I think probably because Orlando <laughs> yeah. was kind of doing a Scarface impression, yeah, he's definitely and doing now that. he's like underneath underneath the overpass. You know, oh, we're in Freedom Town. But yeah, this is kind of where the movie gets a little silly for me. Yeah, uh, when he shows up. To all these like gangbangers that Orlando hangs with, and then Silverio shows up. So kind of walk us through that. Yeah, so they're playing ball, and Lewis confronts Orlando here and is kind of like, hey man, you walked out on me, were you too cool, whatever, and his other friends that are there, the whole basketball game comes to a stop, and Orlando is is telling him about his life and makes some valid points, right? Like where he's, you know, what are you going to tell me to stay in school and learn fucking about Darwin when my mom can't pay her bills and shit like you're gonna pay my rent asshole like what are you gonna do like I gotta make money which is valid but then these guys the basketball dudes encircle Lewis and he has to kind of throw down a little bit to protect himself but as he's beating up the basketball guys that's when Silverio pulls up in his cool ass little Acura car Silverio's pretty jacked too in his shirt Silverio is jacked and and the dude looks and they shoot him very well. Like, they shoot Severio very well because they make him look fucking gigantic, right? They, they, always, they always slightly angle up yeah. when they're shooting the bad yep. guys. But Dacascus makes short fucking work of uh, these basketball oh, like players. like ten guys. And the, the big problem I have is these guys in this fight don't know how to fight. No. Right? And then later it's revealed... That they're not just a fucking drug dealing gang; they're a capoeira street gang. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next time we see them, they all know how to fight. But like, so that yeah. was that was my challenge with this. And all these guys, even though they don't know how to fight, they're still trying like jump spinning kicks and shit. Like you don't yeah. do that in a street fight. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> Nobody does that <laughs> unless you're a trained fighter, right? Which none of these dudes are. But it's hilarious. This is the big pill you have to swallow because he's like, oh, you think you know capoeira? I'm the capoeira maestro around here, man. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, everybody's a capoeira master? Yeah. Like, everybody? Hang on. You, what are the odds of that? Like, that you come into Miami yeah. and you meet another capoeira guy <laughs> yeah. like, who's your your doppelganger of <laughs> fucking the drug-dealing yeah. bad guy smoking a cigar while he's trying to fight you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out and connect with these kids, and it's like, no, you're not. My kids, these kids are here for one reason, and that's to deal drugs and learn capoeira. <laughs> they want to run drugs what are you for doing me, with man? Them? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm teaching them capoeira. 
Oh, what a coincidence, man. Because <laughs> I don't, clearly, because my cousin knows nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not teaching them shit, man. <laughs> but he's fucking... So they start to throw down doing capoeira. Silverio, in his big-ass boots, his metal-tipped cowboy boots. Oh, and his goddamn moose knuckle jeans right like, oh, he's got pretty, them pretty fucking tight <laughs> pretty fucking tight jeans oh on. yeah this this is not it's not bad like i credit where credit's due it's not bad you can see that it's choreographed you can you can see that there's a couple of hits that clearly oh, way off yeah they're off but they're angled such that they look like they connect but through the perspective, like I think just because we watch so many martial arts movies, you're like, well, that was about a foot away. Yeah. But the angles are good. Like the angles are good to cover where they hit. They've got the angles good, but you can tell that they're still a little a little yeah. off, man. You can tell that they're off. And the other thing that happens here is Lewis and Silverio start to fight and all the basketball players start to clap and sing the song. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, they didn't know Capoeira. No, they they didn't. didn't know Capoeira until Silverio set foot on that fucking asphalt. <laughs> that's what. This was just so fucking weird. It's just like, oh hey, let's do the fucking Orlando's clapping, singing the song, song. But he acted everybody. like let's singing a song and music singing. was like weird when Dacascos did it back at yeah. the school. Like, what is this stupid music? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I'm well, with my basketball buddies. Hey, what? It's like, what the fuck, dude? How did you never see that before? <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Silverio uh, straight kicks the shit out of him. Oh, he straight. jump kicks him in the back of the head and makes him <laughs> yeah. front flip. Yeah. Like, like he hit yeah. him the way Clouseau hit Cato with the shinai. Like, like yeah. Yeah. cracked his head him right out. <laughs> but it's, it's it's okay. And then he basically just says to Orlando, he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna learn capoeira from this dick bag." <laughs> and then once you've learned the basics. I'm going to teach you the real capoeira and the real songs. You know, like, I know some nasty songs, limerick-like songs. You know, like we're gonna fucking... You're going to be doing capoeira to a man from Nantucket, son. That's what's but up. Silver- Silverio is like, he's just, again, I'm okay with it. I'm okay when they go over the top and they're super fucking cheesy and stuff. And he goes, like, Silverio goes way too fucking far. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, he's the biggest stereotype. They should have called that fucking guy, like, Razor Cabron. Because <laughs> he was, like, so fucking, so fucking. He should have had a toothpick. Like, he should have had a toothpick. Yeah, he, he did have a toothpick, I, thought, I think. I thought he had a cigar. He probably does at some point. Oh, no, he did have a cigar. Yeah, he, he's got an oral fixation. He's got something There's that going on, the yeah. Time, but, yeah, but it's it's okay. I'm I'm totally fine with it being cheesy because I, I i fucking love it i'd rather it be cheesy and over the top and scene chewing than boring yes oh my god yeah yeah i'll take this over boring any day of the week but yeah so he anyway uh silverio silverio is played by uh paco christian prieto uh who's a decent actor he's been in a lot of other martial arts movies like lionheart with van damme and stuff and yeah shit like that so he's been in in a few different movies but uh, he kicks the ass out of Lewis here. And then Lewis goes back. I don't get this part. Lewis goes back to his apartment. Uh, I'm going to use that loosely because it's like a room with a mattress on the floor. But, like, yeah. Diana comes over and, like, puts ice on his head. And then he, like, you know, does a flip over the bed and's like, hey, what's up? How you doing? You can do a, still do a handstand, lose your face? Come on. I bet you can't yeah. do a handstand. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. oh, shut up. Why don't you shut up? I will do a handstand. So she does it. And he, like, holds her up. And he's, like, totally hitting on her. And they kiss. But I'm like, wait a minute. 
two scenes ago, she was with Hector. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he calls her like, mi amor, hey, mi amor, what's happening? Come with me, get in my car. And she's like, no, I'm with him, you loser face from high school. Suck my balls, like whatever. Yeah. But she's with Hector. And then she comes to see him in the middle of the night after an ass kicking and starts making out with him. I didn't get that. Yeah, well. Because she told him to like, you know, go pound sand when he tried to like carry her books and be all stupid. Well, they have to have. You know, they have to have this. This movie is loaded with cliches. So, you know, Hector's kind of like, you know, you have to have the girl and the girl's got a douchey asshole boyfriend that you don't like, that you don't want the girl to be with. Which she's made out to be, be with yeah. the hero. It's it's like this movie hits all the like everything in this movie is 100 percent a cliche except for the inclusion of Capoeira because it was the first time I ever heard of it. Yes. So, you know, that was <laughs> fair enough. But everything else is a huge cliche. I should say um, Diana is there played by Stacey Travis and she's been in a ton of other stuff as well. She's a good actress. So, yeah, she's been in a ton of. Yeah, good she stuff. has like a ton of credits. So uh, so the next the next little section here, window section three, we get the montage of training. And the field trip and a Silverio confrontation after the field trip and the cops end up kind of breaking it up here. So we get the the Capoeira training montage where all the kids are getting better and better and they're getting taped up and getting injured but doing their thing and cartwheeling like crazy. And, uh, I I, you know, I I could nary name a movie from the early 90s that didn't have at least one montage in it. So um, I'll forgive this. I don't know where they all got their little (laughs) newsy hats from. I feel, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but I fucking love montages. Montages are amazing. Every time I see I one, I'm like, all, montage! So. It's a montage! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I love them. You can put put as many in as you want, but I I do I do like the way that they put it together. I like how they're kind of showing the passage of time. You know, they're working together. Like, these kind, you know, these kids were total uh, dick flickers <laughs> at the beginning of the film. <laughs> and now, you know, now they're like, fucking starting to work together as a team the principal's like this is fantastic i love everything about yeah. this we're you're going young you're places going young places. man Look up. and then you know they they go on the field trip which is cool because i mean these are city kids that have never been to the well i was going to say the country but to the the marshlands or the swamplands miami or wherever, wherever the hell they he go yeah takes it. yeah he takes them but yeah it's uh it's good you kind of see the kids kind of coming out of their shell just to kind of keep some of the good stuff in the film the kids are coming out of their shell and uh you know they're on the bus they're singing they're clapping they're interacting together where you know earlier in the film you know the two kids are sparring and one accidentally clips orlando and he's like see sir normally that would have led to an immediate gunfight i was was just gonna mention that because he kicks that would have been a gunfight like calm down like Maybe Fuck. not a gun, maybe a fight fight, but like, trigger, these kids are trigger happy. <laughs> these kids are, they're many, basically pit bulls with jeans. Yeah. That's all they are, really. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually, I do like this part of the movie because of that, where they show the kids coming together, because that's a real thing. Like, when you get together with a group of people in the dojo and you kick each other's ass, you, there's a trust there, there's a tightness there that develops. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, you, you see that working here with these guys where, you know, we used to say this all the time, and I, I think you said it too, was, you know, you, you hit somebody in class, you don't say you're sorry, you just, you keep going. Yeah. Because we're not knitting. Like, this isn't a fucking knitting class. Like, we're going to get hit on occasion, that's just the nature of the game. Yeah, that's... So, you know, all right, keep going. You good? Okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And that's all they do here. He just slaps, all right, you good? 
little slap five. All right, let's keep going. And they keep going. No blood, no foul, right? Or even li- if there is blood. Hey. I like how he drives them right out into the fucking Oki Finoki swamps there. Like Oh yeah. Know, like, like far out. Far out. And like it's night. Like it's dark when they get there. <laughs> yeah. Like- <laughs> the kids are on the bus and they're like they're like, Hey man, I ain't getting out. There's like gators and shit. Am I wearing a red Star Trek shirt right now? No, I am not. I'm staying on this bus. It's good how they're like super tough kids and and whatnot. And, uh, you know, they get out of their element and they're just like spooked. And they're kids. Yeah. Like I used to remember working working at summer camps with, uh, with, you know, quote unquote problem kids. And most of the problem kids were just good. I mean, they weren't necessarily good kids, but they were just kids that didn't have structure in their lives. Yeah. That's all. Right. And if you like, I remember we used to always take them to the fair or to an amusement park at some point during the summer. And I would make it a point to pick the the, you know, quote unquote, worst kids and take them on the scariest rides to mess with them. You know, you'd pick them on the thing and flip them and hold them upside down and you'd see the little kid come out. Yeah. And then you could be like, no, no, it's good, man. You know, and reassure them, which is what he's doing here. He's like, come on, you bunch of losers. Like, I'm going to go sleep on the beach. You guys suck. Yeah. Come get some. And he knows that it's safe, although it's probably not, to it's be honest. It's probably not safe. A bunch, of, bunch of meth addicts on the beach out there. <laughs> All the guys he relocated from his firehouse are on the beach now. <laughs> two, two, fucking, two fucking meth addicts just fucking doing it on the beach hard. Orlando awkwardly pulls out the fucking Jenga fucking drum. Am I supposed to play along to this? Should I play this, I guess? Should I? All right. But yeah, they wake up in the morning here and Dacascos is doing his stretches on the beach and then they work out their capoeira stuff on the beach. It's actually a cool little scene. I don't mind this scene at all where they're doing their thing. And they're, they, they get the, the Zoom, Zoom, Zoom song here that was eventually turned into a Mazda commercial. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember right? when the, that Zoom, hit. zoom, zoom, zoom. That's zoom, zoom, zoom. That's, zoom. That's, that became a Mazda jingle for their, for their shit this later afternoon. on. <laughs> oh, you guys just ruined this movie. Uh, shit. But yeah, I I think that it's good. Like it, the the movie's very bright, right? You know what I mean. Like the yeah. movie's very bright. There's a lot of sun. The fact that they shot it in Florida, and they go from wearing their stuff to wearing like you know white colors and beach colors and you know, they're, stuff. They're they're all having Capoeira a stuff. really good time. Just and it and yeah. it and it echoes. You know, at the beginning when they showed him in the village working out with his yep. friends just before he leaves. And, okay. you know, he kind of opens that up for them. We need to talk about this one kid because as they're on the beach here, they're, they're, Dacascos Lewis is holding the stick up and they're like doing cartwheels over it and like... Oh, the kid that eats shit? One kid at the end just eats shit like on his face and his legs go over oh, his yeah. head and yeah. shit like he yeah. broke his neck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where he goes over the stick and just kind of lands on his chest, and his feet try to bend. His feet try to like go over Touch his him. nose, but yeah. over the top. Yeah, and he makes this weird letter C. You know, like he's, like he's the C in YMCA, and uh, yeah, he, he fucking gets wrote. Like it's a major, it's a major blooper. Like. It's a major blooper, but they fucking left it in because Buddy bends backwards like the sheriff in Friday the 13th Part 6. Like Megan's dad gets killed that way. I'm sure that they filmed that and all the crew went, and then burst out laughing and then ran over to check if he was okay. (laughs) 
yeah. and then once once they realized, oh, he's okay, they went, hey, man, can we use that in the film? Can we use that? Because you know he got up and was – when he was answering them, no matter what he said, yes or no, like, you know that he had sand and fucking crab just, shells, like, all wedged his teeth Falling out of his mouth. Yeah. Was, yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty good. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, we get the, the little – you know, Orlando kind of fucks off here and isn't helping set up his tent with uh, Donovan. And, you know, he's kind of like, I got to go back home tomorrow and go back to the world and it sucks and blah, blah, blah. So he's giving him the, the sob story here. And and DeCascos is sort of explaining to him here that, hey, man, I'm giving you options. Like, you know, you can do whatever you want in life or you can stay in your fucking block. Like, you got to make that choice and giving him that sort of speech. Which yeah. is actually a good speech. I, I I quite liked it. Like this scene between him and Orlando, is good. It's good because like it it's kind of like the first time that Dacascus's acting doesn't feel like forced a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it is slightly forced, and you know we talked a little bit about how you know he's really progressed. But Orlando here is kind of dropped his guard too, and he's yeah. just kind of acting like a normal person without all the extra. Scarface bravado on it. So yeah, I agree with you. It's a it's a nice scene, even though they kind of don't quite come to a resolution, as it were. No. The two of them kind of voice their their sides. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. And when they pull back up to the school oh, here the fuck. next morning. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Because <laughs> he's supposed to be working. He was supposed to be chopping cars the night before yeah. in Silverio's shop. So he shows up and Silverio pulls up and he's like, Hey man, you were supposed to work with me last night, Silverio and his two thugs. And the other the other kid, Shay, steps up and is like, hey, man, why don't you leave him alone? <laughs> like, oh, we've all got balls now, do we, I guess? Yeah. We've all, yeah. like, we, we're all stepping up. <laughs> and DeCascos, even though he got his ass kicked by Silverio Pryor, he shows no fear. Like, he doesn't care. He'll fight this dude again. Yeah, like, I mean, if I was DeCascos and, like, Silverio had beaten my ass legit, when I saw yeah. him, I just I, w- I would have just fucking kept driving the bus and run him over. Like I would, would right? I wouldn't leave anything. Smash into his stupid Acura and driven yeah. over like a monster truck. Yeah, I don't understand why. Like it it would have been better because, like you said, like we just said that Silverio legitimately beat Lewis's ass. Yes, in a fair fight, one on one on that basketball court. Like if they had made Silverio come in and you know the ten guys got the better of him. A little bit, and then Silverio kind of finished him off. Like, okay, well now it's like, all right, I, you know, you were pretty good after I fought ten guys. Like, yeah, one on one. Like, I bet you I can kick your ass. But that's not what happened. Like, he beat the ass off those ten guys with nary a drop of sweat falling off him. And yeah. then Silverio fucked him up. So there's, there would have been a better way to to build this so that he wasn't so obviously outmatched by Silverio at this point. Yeah, like for the. For film, that's fine. Like, I mean, you know, I used to fight this guy, Joel Taylor, and, you know, like, Joel and I were matched up pretty good, and, you know, sometimes I beat him, and sometimes he beat me, and I'd yeah. be just, like, I'd be, like, working my ass off, because I knew he was working his ass off, right? And right. we'd have to yeah. we'd have to square up, which is far more boring, but, yeah, for a film, like, I understand what you're saying, like, you know, if Silverio had a, you know, thrown a couple of kicks in there with his when his boys were holding him then, yep. you know, it would have been a little bit more of like, you're like, oh, well, you can't fight him, man. <laughs> like, well, I mean, yeah. you know, Clubber Lang beat Rocky, but 
I was know. just gonna say I wanted to there see was, Adrian come in and go, "You can't win." Yeah, there was some good, <laughs> but there was some good storyline with that because Rocky didn't take that fight seriously, got his ass kicked, exactly. And then, you know, started training differently. And this, like, Takaskas loses, and then later he wins because it's the end. <laughs> like, Nothing, you know, yeah, because it's the end exactly. Yeah, he doesn't like, <laughs> oh geez, I gotta fucking, I gotta fix up my training, or you know, he doesn't. We got do, seven minutes left. I gotta he, beat this guy. He doesn't do one fucking thing differently, like at all. But. <laughs> Throughout the film, like, it's implied that Silverio is, like, a wanted guy, right? And yeah. he's a bad guy. They're about to square off. The cop pulls up and he goes, hey, man, you're in breach of your probation. You're near a school. And he goes, hey, don't worry about it, officer. I was just leaving. And it's like, no, no, you can fucking arrest no, him. You, like, you can put cuffs on him for yeah, that. You like, can, you can, <laughs> Hey, you're a, you're a major drug dealer. And Silverio's like, ah, don't worry about a cop. And he's like rubbing the cop's shoulder and shit. Yeah. And he's like, you know, the cop. You try to touch a cop. You try to just like, hey, cop, hey. <laughs> put your shoulder on him. Yeah, see just, the eight kinds of wrist locks you'll end up in. Cops, cops, just like, hey, you get the fuck out of here. Hey, don't worry about a cop. Yeah, rub his cheek. See what that. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, see what Watch fucking happens. Nine other police cars show yeah. up in twelve seconds. <laughs> yeah, you get punched in the face and a nightstick up your ass before you hit the ground, and you're just like, okay, I won't go near the school again. Uh, too late, asshole. You're going back to jail. <laughs> but it did make me laugh. When Silverio pulled up and DeCascos kicks that one thug in the face and the one other guy pulls a gun and Silverio's like, hey, hey, don't use guns. I got this. And then they just start to Jenga immediately. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was pretty dance. fucking funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. Fuck. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not dissing that, Art, but man, like, that's the that fucking funny. funniest. That's the fucking funniest two guys square up. Like that you can imagine of all <laughs> the martial arts, right? You know, like you know the Taekwondo yep. guys. They're going to kind of get in that side horse stance with their hands mm. down by their side with loose fists, switching stances you know? every twelve yeah. of a second. You got the fucking kung fu guys that are going to fucking hold their hands up and you know tighten up their fingers. But you know these two start doing the little Harlem shuffle. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. And uh, yeah, he, he takes Orlando. Orlando says, I'll, "I got to go, but I'll, I'll be back." Whatever. So he goes with Silverio, and they take off. And uh, that's kind of the end of section three. Section four here is the school attack. Kerrigan gets hurt. Donovan, unfortunately, in this section dies. And uh, everybody at, after that is just, you know, Capoeira sucks. This is over. Screw you guys yeah. and your stupid jungle yeah. dance music, stupid Brazilian blah. So we get the school attack here where Silverio's thugs break in and, like, smash the school apart. Well, firstly, we got Silverio's guys doing their training on the beach with the campfire, which I thought was pretty cool, because they're doing... Yes, I forgot about the They're doing the Jenga, but they've got fucking machetes so i thought that was i thought that was kind of cool and they were kind of banging the way that they shot it and edited uh they must have been playing the music in real time that they used in the film because they're they're banging their machetes in time with the music yes i just wanted i just wanted like because i know i said some bad things about this film like the you know like the things that i didn't like but i actually thought that was good like the the way that they did the lighting and the campfire they do like a pull-in on uh silverio yes. so i just wanted to take a moment just to just to uh you know acknowledge that that actually looked good for a low budget film i thought it was great and then that they did do cool yeah then they basically beat the fuck out of a school which i thought was hilarious i think the you remember when at the end of the the beach scene they lit that symbol in the sand on fire oh yeah it kind of went voodoo in my eyes but you know i was like i thought the, the, i, I thought maybe the fucking... crow 
I thought maybe the crow might have bit that because the crow came out the next year in 94. Oh. Remember when he lights the crow and the crow burns up on the dock there when he kills uh, yeah. T-Bird? Well, I mean, they bit that in that John Travolta Punisher movie, too, Thomas Jane. Oh, that's true, too, yeah. Which... There's, yeah, I guess that's a fairly common motif is to light a symbol in fire I'll just, on I'll the just say that Thomas Jane Punisher, where he blew up the cars in the shape of a Punisher's head that was kind of awesome that was a that was really awesome and then all of a sudden i was just like what a ridiculous amount of work for him to like take a (laughs) photograph of the cars and then like plan out which ones were going to be part of the skull and then like pour all the gasoline i was like jesus that's a day's work that's a right legit should i blow up the accord does the accord fit where the eye assuming that none of the the cars move either like during that time (laughs) some asshole's driving home and he's just like he's supposed to be like the fucking fourth tooth and he's just like why does my car smell like gasoline tom jane's like ah fuck i need another fourth tooth But yeah, they oh, fucking they yourself. fucking roll into that school and they, they start they start kick like they must have had so much fun because they are kicking the shit out of teachers. They are fucking oh, smashing smashing glass and like paper towel holders. There's a and, dude smashing up the bathroom and he's wearing fucking safety goggles, so you know that they were like, "Hey man, you're smashing porcelain." Yeah. Like, that's you know, real acid, so goggles, that's, people. Yeah, that's like, goggles, people, because they're really kicking the shit out of that school. Like, heavily, heavily. And then they're running up to the cars with fucking knives and stabbing it into the tires easily. Like, I don't know if you ever Do you know how hard stab? that is yeah, to stab say, a tire? You know I've tried to stab tires before. And if you don't have a good grip on the knife, you're only going to slice your fingers because your right? hand's <laughs> just going to slide off the handle and just slide down the blade. Because as a child, I tried it. Yep. And you will slice the inside of your hands you real deep. Fuck your hands up. Real deep. Yeah. So uh, Silverio and his thugs accost Diana here in the parking lot. And then we get the, the cut to... Kerrigan in the classroom here, seeing a couple of guys smashing up his classroom. They are he goes in. fucking. Well, They're... first of all, they have fucking destroyed his classroom, and that this is oh, the yeah. part where you said earlier, like that he fucking punches a dude in the face, which he does. Drops a dude. Yeah, he drops. Drops him. a dude. It's actually not a bad punch at all. It looks good. No, but then Silverio cracks him with the with the talking stick. Yeah, the capoeira there's talking a really, stick. There's a really bad move where he swings at him. And the like teacher, super slow motion. Yeah, and the teacher blocks it with his hand. Like that would. It's it's bad. It's it's really bad. But it they left it in. They left it in, and I don't understand how Silverio right after that move, like he does that stupid super slow mo swing. Yeah. And then Kerrigan misses a punch, and Silverio hits him in the middle of the back and knocks him unconscious for half an hour. Well. The thing Is there like a dim Mac point in the middle of your yeah, back that like, well, knocks you out? In the middle of the back, knocks him unconscious. But what's fucked up is he's falling forward, right? He's going to fall face down on his chest. Silverio hits him in the middle of the back, and he lands on his face back up. Face, face up. Face up, yeah. And it's just like, oh, little continuity error there. I, yeah, I didn't understand that. But... But this then he does a burn, man. <laughs> they, he was doing a burn, man. He starts <laughs> He starts to light the place on fire. And they're like, hey, do we get the teacher out? And he's like, no. 
he's already seen my face. And I just fucking started laughing because I'm like, everybody's seen your face, Silverio. Like, you're yeah, doing this in the middle of the day. You were face to face with a cop. Like, you were, Yesterday. You were, you were beating up the teachers and the students. <laughs> like, they're in the school while you're doing this. Like, he's like walking down the He's like literally walking down the hall in his little fucking vest carrying a gas can beating the fuck out of people as he does and then like the one teacher they're like what are we gonna do about him he's like he's seen my face and i'm like burn him alive i was like motherfucker jesus <laughs> relax yeah, we're gonna burn him alive he saw my face it's like well fuck man you're gonna burn everybody alive because i'm pretty sure 1200 people saw you like, <laughs> like it's so right? fucking stupid like he saw my face it's like speaking okay. of stupid the next scene is Shay and Donovan go upstairs because they're like, oh, my God, there's smoke coming from Kerrigan's room. So they go up. They go in. They get Kerrigan out. So he's safe. But Donovan goes back in to rescue the magic talking stick, and he can't get out. He's overcome by the smoke of the classroom. Uh, Shay is trying to go see him, but he can't, and Donovan collapses. And that's kind of a the, – the, the ceiling kind of falls in, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the I little don't know ceiling – tiles it's like books books fall from the ceiling for no reason like i but i don't fucking I, don't know. I thought it was ceiling tiles you know those so did i but when you're looking it's like it looks like books but <laughs> it might have been i don't know fucking books float or whatever <laughs> but dacascos is now Otto the bus driver because he comes rolling up on the bus and is like what's happening what's going on runs right past all the firefighters runs into the school just in time to see donovan be taken out of the classroom by firefighters yeah and <clears throat> The firefighter starts to, like, the guy that took him out starts to, like, go to his chest. And the other guy, you can hear him off screen go, never mind, he's gone. And I'm like, dude, these are he's the, right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are the worst fucking firefighters ever because they do not try at all. You'd be doing CPR on that kid for half an hour, an hour. Like, you'd be trying. Yeah. Like, yeah. try something. Fuck, he's, like, 15. Like, yeah. Give him a go. Those firefighters were there for the sole purpose of dragging people out of the classroom and dumping them in the hallway. Like, yeah. like that's it. That's that's it. They don't they don't fucking put oxygen on him. They don't fucking Nothing. do CPR. They don't put a defib on him. They don't even they don't try give him anything. Like, you know, like a last rites, wash his face up for his mom. Like they do literally no. nothing. They effectively spit on him. Yeah, they they, they, <laughs> it's they, all they Yeah, they that was the didn't even thing. cut his shirt open to like yeah. get at his chest. Like yeah. nothing. They gave no fucks about <laughs> Donovan. Zero. Yeah. So yeah, Dacascos is all sad here now, and this is where they cut to that. <laughs> they cut to the reporter. The reporter's fucking hilarious because she's like, well, I'm at this school where these capoeira gangs have attacked yeah. it and torn it apart, yeah. all brought on by this capoeira instructor who's a terrible person and brought ruin to the school, yes. brought everything yeah. down, and we all hate him. Isn't capoeira awful? Back to you, Dave. Yes. Like, yes. It's, like... <laughs> it's just like, none of this would have happened if capoeira never came to this school. If he it's didn't bring capoeira <laughs> to this, if he didn't bring capoeira to this school, the capoeira gang that <laughs> operates out of this school wouldn't have had to set this place on fire. It's fucking ridiculous. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen. It's so dumb. And then you and got then... fucking '80s mustachio cop aviator hauling so Dacascos out. I love that, dude. The principal comes in here, and he has gone from, hey, man, Capoeira is awesome. I love you. How are you going to teach 12,000 kids in the whole Miami area? <laughs> yeah. This is wicked. Anything you need, you talk to me. I'm your money guy, okay? And then his school gets torn apart and lit on fire. 
And he walks into the room. He's like, you, out of my school. Never want to see you again. Shut your mouth. I hate you. I hate your haircut. Your pecs are stupid. Your shirt's dumb. I hate you. Fuck off. He, I think he jogged to the set because he is like wickedly <laughs> out of breath. And he's sweating. Like, that guy is awesome. Like, he did like fucking like an episode of ALF. And like, he, he kind of always plays like the, the goofy guy. Like, yeah, that's Todd Sussman. He's a good actor, man. He's fucking great. He always plays kind of like the awkward guy. But yeah, he comes yeah. busting right in there and he's like like it was almost like he watched the news reporter on like a Sony Watchman. Remember those little portable Sony <laughs> yeah. Watchman TVs that they yeah. had at the time? And he just like comes bursting in and he's like, I just saw the news. Capoeira is a piece of shit. So are you. Get the fuck out of my school. Never come back. Hey cop, escort like I like the principal's just like yelling at the cop, telling the cop what to do. Like, he's like, well, that's this, that's that school guard that that mean mugged him when he very first oh, walked yeah, in. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that guy. But yeah. he's like, I want you out of my school. I want you out of my life. I never want to see you again. What are you waiting for? Get him out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And then as he's, he's leaving, fucking... the other kids like out of yeah. the soccer field, like uh, awesome. Daniel Larusso and Allie's cheerleading. <laughs> he comes running over. He's talking to him through the chain link fence. The gym teacher comes over and he's like, Hey, fuck Capoeira. Fuck it's stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Burning kids alive. Fuck yourself. Come home, piece of shit. Hey, kid, get back on the field, you ballerina fuck face. <laughs> like, it's just, just too hard for you, Twinkle Toes? Yeah, Why don't you come over here? <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here, you fucking assholes. Like, they immediately go from being, like, the most beloved thing that's ever happened to the school to a bunch of, like, fucking baby killers. Like, they're just like, I... It's almost. I wish Rusty from Out for Justice made. He should have been, been mad the, the gym teacher. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Rusty from Out for Justice bursts in as a principal. <laughs> you fucking cocksucker! Get the fuck out of my school! You fucking You're a cocksucker! I hate capoeira! Fuck you and your stupid jumpy earth! Fuck you! I hate you! <laughs> Take your fucking stick! I'm glad your teacher friend is dead! Fuck you! <laughs> oh, goddamn. That's so funny, too. That part's amazing. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates capoeira. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, we get the ending of Section 4 here where Orlando comes to meet uh, with Lewis and sort of talks to him about the chop shop and I had to work and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Lewis is angry capoeira-ing by himself in the dojo. Like, yeah. like Kevin Bacon yeah. angry dancing. Yeah. Kevin Bacon angry like- dancing. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, like if he had a fucking beer in one hand and a smoke in the other. Like, <laughs> right. As he, as he was doing it, it would have been amazing. Playing, ooh, 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 that song from Footloose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then it, we find that uh, Lewis here knows where the chop shop is. And Orlando's like, hey man, how do you know where that is? And he's like, yeah, it's not hard to find. Like, your cousin's the biggest gangster in the fucking city. Like, I had to ask one reporter, basically. Like, it's really not hard to pin his location down. (laughs) Did you not read the script? (laughs) Everybody knows him. Sign on the interstate that says Silverio's fucking chop shop. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a secret. 411, baby. So we then get the chop shop fight scene. This is fucking amazing. And the one thing about this fight scene is, the longer it goes, the fucking the crazier fucking and, and, in a lot of ways, better it gets. Because oh, it turns much, into a fucking sci-fi horror flick like, dude. as you're going along. It's amazing. We talk about how if it's bad, but it increases our enjoyment, 
then I'm good with it. Dude, my enjoyment goes up and up and up through this yeah, whole fight yeah. scene because it's <laughs> unbelievable. Every chop shop yeah. fucking employee knows Capoeira, yeah. first of yeah. all. <laughs> like, that's absolutely amazing. Like, he walks into a chop shop and he's like, hey, anybody know where I can buy a hot Mercedes? Because he's just kind of, he's kind of like fucking cocky now because he did angry Capoeira. So, he's like, he fucking rolls in there all fucking cocksure and confident and all the mechanics drop their wrenches and all the mechanics know the fucking Jenga. And like, this was the fucking thing that's so ridiculous about this movie is it just, but the longer that this fucking goes on, the better and crazier it gets. He gets the first guy through the window and then he drops the second guy. The, the second guy like gets up on top of the car and he like sweeps his legs. And that dude takes a hard fall through the rear windshield of a car. Yeah. And then off. But then, amp up number one, we get the guy who's carrying effectively a, a, a stone saw. Okay. Like, yeah. that cuts metal. Like, that might be the worst weapon to fight with. It is like, so Have fucking, you ever used yeah. a stone saw? It is so fucking heavy. And, and he is just <laughs> swinging it like, I'm going to take this guy out with one hit. And he's just right? like, it's just like far on the left side of his body and then he swings it around so now it's far on the right side of his body like he is, <laughs> yeah he is completely open like 98 percent of the time that saw is <laughs> right? not in front of his body it's awesome it's the worst but yeah and like even when you're spinning it like the blade on those things has weight to it so it's like it's like holding a bicycle wheel by the axle and spinning it really fast and trying to turn it like there's centrifugal force there yeah like if and it you, wasn't you a can't perfect, rotate it like, perfectly <laughs> circular tire like if it was like oblong because he's <laughs> yeah he's fucking an oopie or some shit like that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. So he kicks that guy through the through the car, and then he chain swings and kicks a dude through a door. And then we get that was awesome. That was awesome to swing through with the pipe, or with the with the door. But then he does the Cynthia Rothrock pipe swing around. Okay, but the dude with the pipe legitimately looks like someone's dad. Like, that oh yeah, guy, that guy looks like somebody that would give a speech about you know like don't take drugs in like the 1980s. Yeah. But he comes and out all one day all dusty. this chop shop that I own can be <laughs> yeah. your son. He <laughs> comes out with a big fucking pipe. But he's doing legit martial arts moves with it. Yeah, I know that's so. Like he's like stabbing it forward yeah. and like swinging yeah. it around his back and shit. It's, I'm like, well, wait a minute, <laughs> Grandpa, like. But How are you? That's what makes it fucking, so funny. He looks like somebody's like, dad, and the next thing you know, he's fucking. Oh, this guy's trained in the bokata. Yeah, he's doing like like bokata moves. Although he does do a really slow swing and like stops yeah. on the barrel. Yeah, and Dacascos with the chain like has to swing it. Did you see anyway. right after that he hits the guy in the back of the leg? But the back yes. that that guy swings like a fucking three foot wrench into Dacascos's shin. And it does absolutely nothing. <laughs> it does zero. Like, yeah, he like it's like he moves his foot effectively. Yeah, like, but it, yeah, it's terrible. He like, clearly he clearly fucking hit him right in the shin, and just like, oh, we're just gonna ignore that because that we're looks like not that looks like not that paying attention hurt. to that shin pipe to the shin or whatever the hell. Like, <laughs> so Dacasco sees the uh, the money in the door or in the car, but then amped up again. We get the welder guy. Fuck. With the goddamn torch. So I want a movie with big fucking welder guy. Because this guy shows up like fucking Leatherface. He's wearing a goddamn <laughs> welder's mask, a great big apron, and he's got a fucking torch. Yeah. 
an acetylene torch or whatever. And they've got him lit so well. He looks fucking terrifying. Do you know who that is? I don't know, like Big Boss Man fucking or somebody. No, that's Frank Dukes. Are you fucking Are you fucking with me? Legitimately, Frank Frank Dukes was the fight choreographer for this movie. Frank Dukes, the fucking liar. Frank Dukes, blood sport, yeah, fucking liar. Like the big yes. fucking, I'm a fucking yes. CIA. I'm a fucking 100, 521 <clears throat> fights in a row, 286 knockouts, and whatever the fuck his stupid lying record is. That's Frank, That's Dukes. Frank Dukes. I don't want to yes. see that movie anymore unless unless we get somebody else because Frank Dukes. Is... <laughs> All right. Oh, well, if you put Kane that, Hodder in the in the welder uniform. That, that being said, this is fucking great because like he just comes out. Uh, Dacascus like does like a side kick or a front kick and just doesn't move him like he's solid. <laughs> yeah. And then this was fucking then dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, we get the the maybe the worst kill move because he just knocks Dacascus under the hood of the car. And then, like, has to weld through a chain to drop this engine block on him. <laughs> so it would yeah. take fucking ten minutes to weld through the chain. Yeah, yeah, like, he, <laughs> and he's wearing a melding a welding mask, so he can't see. He can't like, see. <laughs> fuck all. Which is you've ever put a fucking, fucking welding mask on? But yeah, when it's so you can't fucking blind yourself. Like, I mean, he, he's dark. It's dark as fuck. <laughs> it's it was a bit dangerous because when he. He kicks Dacascus, knocks him on the, or I should say Lewis. He kicks Lewis under the hood of the car. And then, like, he cuts through the chain like butter. Yep. But I don't know. And that if was heavy. Was... You could tell it was heavy when it dropped on the car. Yeah, because Dacascus is still laying on the left side of the hood. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was touch and go because if something's hanging from a chain, you don't know, like, if it's going to go a little wonky, right? Like, that was that was a dangerous goddamn stunt. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty. Uh, I was just like, "Whoa, Jesus!" Like, I don't think it was him. I think it was a stunt man, and probably yeah, yeah. He was on like the left hand, and it landed on the right hand. But yeah, still a dangerous stunt. But yeah, he's coming at him with fucking. <laughs> he he's coming at him with the torch, and he drives that front kick, and they have a stunt guy that goes flying back into the barrels, which I loved because yep. he goes just good. errant, really yep. good. Yeah, I, I really like this whole exchange. I love the scary torch bearer. Scary torch guy, and then Dacascos crawls under the car. Why would the torch guy crawl under the car after him? <laughs> Reasons. Re- because plot. Because then Dacascos, like, first of all, he, he picks Dacascos up. I should say, I should call him Lewis. He picks Lewis up, and Lewis punches him in the face mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why are you going to hear a tone like, oh, <laughs> But then he gets away and he crawls under this car that's jacked up on the front end. And the welder guy crawls under the, the car to go after him. And Lewis just gets out first and releases the hydraulics and crushes him under the car. I think the, the, the welding helmet might have saved him. Yeah, like He's did. holding his head and he's like, his head I can't and get out. He's just The car pinned. is resting on his metal helmet head. On his but then he just fucking face. sets the car on fire anyway. So With all the money in it. <laughs> With all the money in it. So, yeah. Pretty great. Yeah, the guys fucking run out of there too. Like the stunt guys were really well, running out of the building. It was this was fucking, fucking funny because yeah. he he goes to light all the the money on fire in the car, and there's I got a message for your boss, and he takes the gas can and throws it into the car, and then oh, everybody legitimately terrifiedly runs yeah. out of the set. Yeah. Like yeah. as soon as he throws it, he's like, whoop! <laughs> Everybody's like, whoa! They're all standing at each other, <laughs> staring each other down. He's like, I got a message for your boss. As soon as he tosses the gas can into the fire, like, everybody runs the fuck away. He it's turns taillights and jets yeah, on. They, like, they all run like little kids. 
<laughs> like, let's get out oh, of here. Oh, there was no, like, like, it was funny. Cool turn around, walk away from the fire, Quentin Tarantino yeah, explosion yeah, behind cool you. Guy, no, no, no. Cool guys he was running for his fucking yeah, life. They were like, all fucking running. <laughs> running and shitting at the same time. Like, <laughs> so, of course, Silverio shows up because they call him, and he's like, God damn it, you guys suck. My car's on fire, and my money's yeah. gone, and. Like he's super upset. <laughs> so he gathers all of his crew, all the Jamaican crew, all of the Silverio crew, all of the random homeless white dudes that he can grab up. And he's like, I want you to go find this guy. He's close. He can't be far. I want him alive. So they got to go find him. And they're looking around. They have a little bit of an enter the dragon scene here in the in the backyard here where all the sheets are hanging and like, Dacascos knows that they're coming, so he's like stepping out from between the sheets and cracking them and choking yeah. them and shit with them. Yeah, it's all right. Like, I mean, if that's where Lewis lives, like, a why does he have so many goddamn bed sheets and a fog machine yeah. in his backyard? Like, that, that some of the stuff is just like, <laughs> well, the fog machine like, it adds a certain ambiance. Yeah, but know. I mean, like, like, <laughs> like, how long was like did after that explosion did he just like all right, I'll just go to my backyard and hang 45 bed sheets and wait for them to show up like because you think i think about that's not things. his backyard that's just somebody's backyard that's not his that's well, then just why the random... fuck were the gangsters but, there like well, what, a why were, were the gangsters just... there b it's a hovel Did they... like it's a it's a junky crack house and there's like 50 like pristine white sheets in the back like it's a fucking hotel yeah so, yeah it is. that's just a plot device right well it's just like the same time go find him and they're like all right why don't we check the why don't we check the uh bed sheets behind the crack house hovel first everybody right? <laughs> oh he's behind fucking the, here holy the belmont actually, crack house yeah, i'd like, like to actually hear one of them like he's actually fucking here first place we looked <laughs> fuck <laughs> go figure wow what are the odds that's that's what this movie should have been called instead of only the strong what, what are the what odds are the odds <laughs> what are the odds of meeting another capoeira maestre what are the odds of a here. of a fucking welder kind of trying to kick my ass? <laughs> the next scene, I fucking pissed myself laughing because uh, they're looking for Lewis. Okay, yes, they're looking yeah. for Lewis. They're walking through, just <laughs> like generally, they're just walking along at night through like a wooded area. <laughs> yep, that Lewis happens to also be in. Yep. Lewis decides to fucking trick them by laying his fucking camo jacket on the ground <laughs> in the grass. And I'm like, yep. it's fucking camo. And then, yeah. Like, how are they going to see it? But they I'm just going to lay this piece of sod down on this they, grassy on area. This, I'm going to lay this sod on this lawn. That'll look suspicious as hell. Night. So anyway, these guys, these guys are like, hey. Look, and there's a, a camouflage fucking jacket laying in the woods in the dark, and they pick it up, and Dacascos is hiding <laughs> under a car. And it's just like, Jesus, like, you're really reaching here, man. And he does a, 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 a pretty severe, unnecessary gymnastic move here. <laughs> yeah. As he approaches the two of them where he'd punch front over the goddamn hood of the car, step down, axe kick thing to the front guy. Like, dude. Yeah, these like, guys use try a, a jab. lot of energy. Like try a jab, use a lot of energy. It's just like <laughs> yeah, Jesus. There's a thing called a teep. Like try it. It's a, just a front kick. Try a front kick. Yeah. <laughs> just give it a go. Give it. But a then go. they they fucking message and all the guys come and he's now fighting oh, like eight man. guys. Yeah, eight, like, not eight guys. He's fighting like twenty guys. 
Yeah, and they're like they're like all showing up with like machetes and shit. Machetes. Like, they got machetes and sticks and fucking broken pieces of glass and oh yeah, rubber tires and nunchucks and, and you know whatever and fucking yeah. starfish and shit. Bottle but they of back him dad's up. Dad's root beer. Like they're gonna <laughs> fuck him up with anything they can find. They back him up to the beach area here, and like twenty guys are in front of him, and he's fending them off. Ching, 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 ching. Machetes clinging. Ching, ching, ching. But you see the guy out of focus behind him come up. Yeah, and uh, where did he, he turns come around? From? I don't know. A, I don't know where he came from. B, it looks like he's got fucking Wilt Chamberlain's stick from Conan. Yeah, yeah, he does that big bird stick thing because Dacascos turns around and he bombatas him right in the face, like wabap, like cracks him. With this, I don't even know what the fuck it was. It looked like it had a bird beak on it. And it smashed him in the face. Yeah. But then they, they're beating his ass and Philippe runs up here. And is like, hey, 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 we need him alive. We need him alive. Hey, 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 stand his ass up. And they stand him up and there is not a mark on that boy's <laughs> no. face. No. Other than the sweat that he expended. There is no bruise. There's no cut. There's no redness. He got smashed in the face, dude. Do you remember we gave ourselves black eyes for that Halloween party? Oh, yeah, yeah, And how yeah. little you have to hit yourself to do that? Yeah. That's probably something I shouldn't admit on a podcast. Well, you know, that's fine. Well, whatever. It's fun. It, it was fucking um, A, funny, and B, worth it. But he, he, there's no mark on him, and they all drag him over here. There's a fucking crew of, like, 50 guys here taking him back to Silverio by the campfire, who's yeah. looking all menacing in the, in the smoldering heat. And I, this is kind of the final section here. I will say that that shot of the guy slightly out of focus rising up, I don't know how the fuck he got there because they were on kind of like a little peninsula type thing. Yeah. That was a really good shot. It was a really cool shot. It made no sense how the guy got behind him without no. <laughs> noticing. But it did, it did look good. And then, like you said, like they bring them all – they bring them all in, and then the fucking baddest kids in the high school show up, all dressed in white, oh looking like fucking in sync. Like it was fucking. This is good. so fucking weird because, however many of them show up, and I love that they show up and they're all standing there and they're in their whiteies. And Philippe walks up with his machete, and all the badass crew of guys with like again bats and hammers and saws and chains and whatever. And Philippe and his cool ass dreads walk up, walks up to Shay, and is like, hey. What he is, is this a joke or something? And Shay is like, hey man, we're not leaving without our teacher. That's what's up. What is this? Some kind of joke? We're here to take our teacher back. And that ain't no joke. <laughs> and Philippe just starts yeah, to laugh. Yeah, it's his fucking laugh. His yeah. laugh is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's so good. Just he it's fucking cracks greatest. up. But he's just like, yeah, we're here to get our teacher. And he looks at them all, and then he just goes, ah! like he's dying. It's, it's so good. It's so funny. And I love that this other guy walks up after they laugh, and he walks up to the kid with the Beavis and Butthead lips. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what are you going to do? Smack and smacks him across the face, and they're all like, ah, ha, ha, look at this kid. Yeah. And then the kid does that like weird wheel kick thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's but the kid... He was the worst kid to do it. Like, oh, he was the yeah. worst kid that they picked to throw it because he looks just so – he throws it – I'm not trying to make bad. fun of him, but he – No, but he, he throws, throws it, it very clumsily. But, yeah. yeah, like it's – yeah, it's – They could have They could have maybe used another take or two on that one. Yeah. 
But anyway, they they they're like, "Hey, what's her?" And all they start to square up. But Silverio, but like, Silverio's hey. behind the new kids. Like, I don't know how the I don't know how Silverio is all of a sudden behind them. Wait, he's like, "I'll do a deal with you later." To Orlando, like he's in yeah. front of him with the the big blade necklace, and he's wearing his you know fucking bedazzled menudo vest yeah, that he's, he's got going on. Rocking. He's fucking <laughs> I don't rocking know what. that vest. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with that vest, <laughs> but. Orlando squares up with him and does a kick to him, which does nothing to Orlando. When Orlando starts to beat the living shit out of uh, out of Orlando, Silverio starts to beat the shit out of Orlando. Yeah, I was going to say, did you just say Orlando starts to beat the shit out of yeah, Orlando? <laughs> I did. I had to cry. I caught, caught myself did. there. So yeah, Silverio starts to beat the shit out of Orlando on the ground here, but Lewis is like, hey, I mean, if you're going to fight me. Yeah. And he's all beat to shit because he's just uh, had look. to fight fucking 50 guys. I got to fight out. But Dacascos is, you know, he clearly did his deltoid pumps before he got Holy on set this fuck, time. Yeah, he's he fucking is shredded. And all the uh, the bad guys now start to do their little clappy clap Jenga dance music. Silverio takes his menudo vest off and they square off. And this is kind of the, the final boss fight thing here. But they're using machetes. This is the Jenga fight with machetes. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I have never, I've been in some fights but i've never been in a machete fight but i'm gonna tell you uh no i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna take a guess that a machete fight is like 14 seconds max like it's a sword like, fight yeah, like like yeah, we've talked about would, sword fights yeah, before like right this, where this fight would be over quick the shit doesn't last long and you have one guy mortally wounded and one dead motherfucker yeah, like that's yeah. how machete fights end yeah, <laughs> you have one guy less an arm and one guy dead yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> the one guy less an arm is the winner like, yes that's right there's there's really no winner in a fucking two-man yeah, machete yeah, fight there's, there's no winner. but yeah they they get into it they have like a fucking 10 minute fight Clanging the, minute fighting, clanging fucking the blades. Silverio's hair clamp gets fucking cut open. Oh, yeah. So his hair is now flowing in the breeze like, oh, and now yeah. I'm free. He yeah. breaks He breaks uh, Lewis's machete. So now it's Lewis by himself capoeira-ing against the machete. He does get a nice arm lock and headbutt on Silverio here. Uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, sort yeah, of clumsily did. caught, but... He, he does a cool little little arm lock and headbutt there. And then he throws the machete away. So now they immediately, oh, let's Jenga again. We're going to Jenga. Yeah, let's go back to the Jenga. <laughs> but they, they hit they hit the pose hard. His How abruptly just, they start yeah. to Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they're just like staring at each other. And then they both aggressively like start dancing. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's fucking crazy. It's pretty great. And yeah, we get the, the last little bit here. Lewis does that axe drop kick thing to Silverio. Which, okay, that would end the fight, first of all. Yeah. You drop all your weight through your heel onto somebody's face, like, that's yeah. a wrap, son. Unless you're super crazy tough, which I guess there's dudes like that out there, so. But they keep fighting, and uh, he start, Silverio ends up getting up and doing that weird spinning droppy elbow and choking him, but then the, the white-clad capoeira kids start doing their little ba-la-la-way, ba-la-la-way, ba-la-la song. Yeah. They start singing their thing, and that, like, Hulk Hogan rallies them yeah, and gets them going. Starts coming back. They should have started playing Real American. Right? <laughs> I wanted to see him like, do the song, yeah. the hand. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, unnecessary gymnastics, backflips. Philippe looks confused here that Silverio's losing. Yeah. But he's just lacing into Silverio here. He does a like a shitty double leg takedown weird ass thing here but yeah 
I do like that one of the bad guys starts to draw a gun and yeah, that, yeah, and then they I uh, think they comedically Eddie, I think they comedically disarm him. If I remember yes, correctly. Eddie notices and like, hey, Orlando, look, that guy's taking a gun. And Eddie and Orlando sneak around behind all these guys as Lewis is like wheel kicking the fuck out of Silverio. Those were and fucking f- great, man. Those were awesome. They were great. Those were really good. And then he, Orlando or Eddie, I can't tell who it is, flicks the back of the ear of the guy who's oh, drawing yeah. the gun. Yeah. <laughs> they just walk up, bink, like flicks his ear and lets him, and he turns around and then they, they take his gun and they just beat his ass or whatever. So it is a comedic little moment. And uh, that's that kind of wraps the movie, dude, because once... Well, it doesn't wrap the movie, but it kind of wraps the scene here because as they get the guns away from these two guys and kids run off... Well, they start to run off. They, they Lewis beats uh, Silverio. Lewis beats Silverio. And then the, the kids kind of like... And the, this looked like it was meant to be the end of the movie because they lift him up and it's slow-mo and like, hey, we win, yay! Yeah. And all the, all the gangsters are legitimately like, oh, man, like, oh, come on. Like, oh, I thought we were going to win that one. Oh, like, but they don't draw their guns. They don't beat these kids' asses with bats. Like, <laughs> dude, but, it, but it's kind of so fucked. It's like, oh, man, I lost a capoeira fight dance. I guess I can't sell <laughs> drugs anymore. Time to shut down the entire operation. Like, he beats you right? up in a fight. Like, does he, well, uh, sell the chop shop, boys. We're fucking out. <laughs> we just lost. I guess they own we all lost. our stuff now. Well, let's try a... Uh, here there's a place called Kung Fu Street uh, yeah. over in Foshan. <laughs> Martial Arts Street yeah. over in Foshan. We're going to... Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Fly uh, our wares our there, my friends. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy that that ends everything and they're just mightily disheartened that they lost this fight. Yeah. They don't take yeah. any any action at all. And then, 5 <gasps> 0! The police helicopter comes and the uh, freaking... This, this cop, I don't know who this cop is. I don't know either. But the cop's like, oh, who's that? And Orlando's like, that's my cousin, Silverio. He's the one that burned the school down. It wasn't a capoeira maestro. It was this guy. And, <laughs> and then the cop's like, are you willing to testify in court? And he's like, yeah. He goes, are you aware that this man is strongly intimidates the shit out of people? And, and I'm like, hey, cops don't do that. Cops will fucking say anything to get you to fucking talk, yeah. right? Like if they're you're willing, gonna, they'll just go, yeah, wicked. Yeah. All right, awesome. Write this down. Awesome. <laughs> Let's start it right now. Oh, are you under 18? Fuck it. We don't need your parents. Let's get this all yeah. on record right now. Like, are you sure? Are you sure he's going to fucking intimidate you? Like, like That's right. There might be the a boogeyman or boogeyman yeah. close by him. <laughs> like, this is the opposite. <laughs> of any cop that it's ever worked are you sure you want to testify mm, it's pretty dangerous like pretty, mm, every movie i've know. ever seen it's just like nah testify we'll keep you safe it's like you can't keep me safe cop you know but anyway this is the exact opposite so yeah he's gonna testify against him and everybody's happy and then we smash cut to graduation how do these kids graduate like, did they start doing good in math and science and English now? Yeah, I don't know. Because all these guys graduate, and they're all getting their diplomas, and they're like, hey, I took, you know, two months of capoeira. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, capoeira is supposed to sub in for their fuck? gym credit. So maybe they got their gym credit, but that's fucking what? it. Like, That's not high school, though. Yeah, that's not, that's not cap and gown time. No, that's not cap and gown time. The school, <laughs> uh, the school is fixed quite well, like... You'd hardly yeah for tell. being on fire seven minutes that ago. The school was burnt down. Like <laughs> you can hardly tell that it was burnt to the foundation. <laughs> but there they are in the in the gym, and everybody they're doing the wave in the upper deck for for Lewis, 
And then they're like, hey, we have a special uh, presentation here for our graduation time in Manhattan. And then, okay, I'm going to shut up now, and this is going to happen, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I'm going to go sit down. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for graduating. I am uh, Professor Fuckface, and here's a bunch <laughs> of guys from Brazil that I don't know how they're fucking got here. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody know? But they're fucking No here. part in organizing any of this. I hope they've all had their malaria shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is actually, this is probably actually the best demonstration of Capoeira in the whole film. Oh, this, these are the two guys that know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, these guys are awesome. When you watch these dudes flipping stuff around, like, you'd be like, oh, okay, these guys are legit. Like, you can tell DeCascos has studied it. Because yeah. he's pretty decent, but he's not like, I think there's four of them here that actually have it. There's the three guys and the girl, and they're all legit good at it. Yeah, like really good. Like, I, I wish that they were kind of in the movie. Right? That's the, yeah, that's the thing. That's that's the that's the thing is just like, all right, we stopped the drug dealers with our capoeira. Now let's do some capoeira. You're like, oh, fuck, those guys are good. But yeah, Where were these guys? Dacascus was really like great this is where i first met him i actually really liked him in this role and followed him because when he did crow uh the tv show like i watched that you know then later on he had the brotherhood of the wolf which was kind of like the matrix in tri-corner pretty decent yep you know that was kind of cool so i've kind of followed his career because of this film and dude i watched iron chef because of him yeah there you go um uh but when you get to john wick three i i think he's just amazing in that film like his acting and and fighting and weapons work was really good so i'm uh, yeah i'm very proud of the guy and i enjoyed this film it's it's goofy as shit and it doesn't make any sense but i had a good time watching it like i had a lot of yeah. fun yeah me too me too it's it's the movie where the 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 parts that are like oh man come on like we said about seagal movies they increase my enjoyment yeah. i like this movie it's a fun watch I can overlook the the silliness of it because I'm I'm having a good time. Feel the same way. So yeah, that wraps it up. And we hit credits, and yeah, if you if you do watch the credits, you'll see that uh, Frank Dukes, liar Frank extraordinaire, Dukes is the co stunt coordinator and do, the do, do you think fight he really was the stunt coordinator? He just fucking told the guy at the company that makes the credits that he was oh uh, yeah that's me in the mask you can't see my face yeah that's totally me put my name in there frank dukes it might have been that because <laughs> yeah. i mean no, no, i shouldn't no. i shouldn't i believe i believe you why well, and i shouldn't call him the fight coordinator per se either because he's the fight he's choreographer the stunt, listed uh, stunt, but yeah yeah he's he's the co-stunt coordinator with another guy yeah. He's listed as the fight choreographer, but then there's a special credit for Capoeira fight choreographer and trainer of DeCascos, well, and that's no the Joselito Santo He fucking guy. invented Capoeira. Like he fucking... Oh, yeah. He's got 58 knockouts, dude. Yeah. I, I went to, uh, the I went to uh, Brazil, and I invented it once on, on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I trained, I trained Capoeira for like 58 years. <laughs> you know karate oh yeah i've been around karate for like 70 years yeah. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> what about just brazil oh yeah yeah brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 fucking 30 years i got 30 years yeah he's a fucking piece of i hate that guy and and if you watch there's actually the director of the film sheldon Ledich, was not happy with frank dukes as the fight choreographer here he thought that they didn't look good he thought they could have been a lot better He's gone on record saying that. He's gone on record like uh, there's there's a podcast that you can watch if you if you look for Sheldon Ledich and Frank Dukes where they go into him hard. <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah. 
oh, he's a, oh, Frank Dukes is a, he lies about everything. He lies about this. He lied about that. He can't do anything. He's never been here. You know, he said he was a Marine. Fuck that. I was a Marine. I was yeah. like, yeah. Sheldon Lettich was a Marine in Vietnam. Yeah. And, you know, Frank Dukes is like trying to claim he was here and there and won the Medal of Honor and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, fuck that guy. But yeah, so this movie with respect to our categories, what do you, what do you think for, I mean, soundtrack for this was, eh, all right, I guess. Yeah, for the soundtrack, I gave it uh, three-fifths out of five. I don't think that I, – I do like the fact that they kind of created their own music for it and that it was part of the story. So yep. I actually really liked how there was music. It was specifically created for this film, and it was a plot device as well because, like, the, the music is, is almost a character – Donovan does a remix. They use it to bring Mark Dukaskis back to life after he gets yep. the shit knocked out. <laughs> you know, oh, yep. let's bring him back to life with our fucking magic music. So I, I think it was solid. So yeah, that's that's what I give it. Yeah, I'm going three point five fifths out of five for for those reasons exactly. Like it really, it does kind of tie the movie together. There's decent use of move of of music of the time. I don't mind the ending little rap here. It kind of it's kind of cool for for the time being and for the frame of movie that it is. And the and the capoeira music fits. It's yeah. cool. I don't mind it at all. Uh, for acting, I'm I'm going th- probably three fifths out of five for acting because it's most of the people are okay. Like you said, Dacascos's early work. So there's a couple of holes there. There's there's a couple of holes for for Sussman with the. I think it's more the writing for him that he had to to deal with, but. Uh, there was a couple of holes there, but generally speaking, I'm I'm cool with it, and it didn't take me out too too much. I thought most of the kids were good, so I'm I'm going three point five fifths out of five for acting. Yeah, I'm gonna go three fifths out of five uh, for. No, three. I said three. Sorry. Act- okay. Well, I'm gonna go three fifths out of five for acting. I think the best actor in the film is the guy that plays Orlando. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that the acting was necessarily bad. It's just some of the lines that they have to deliver yeah it's they're just kind of weird lines that people don't actually you know like hey we're 1993 punks we're hey punk why you get out of my way and stuff jeffrey lewis had to deliver a couple right but he's like i like jeffrey lewis a lot he's great in this but it's the lines yeah there's some there's just some lines that are weird so i don't like the acting was okay it wasn't offensive no but it also wasn't fantastic yeah and then martial arts Martial arts, I'd be more inclined to go high with martial arts only from the standpoint that they, I think they did a good job at entertaining us, but I don't think the martial arts were particularly good from the execution of them. And what I mean by that, like you can tell that there's spots that clearly miss. There's some stuff that took me out of the film a few times because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, did he actually hit him with that? I think yeah. I, I think I'm gonna give it a four fifths out of five for martial arts, even though they weren't that great. I do give it a higher mark in this case because it was really part of the story, like this art, and it was more yeah. than just fighting. It was actually helping develop their character and get over their problems and bring them together as a team. So I would probably give it a three with an extra point for how they worked it into the movie. Yeah, I'm actually going three-fifths out of five for martial arts for, for this one. For And again, for kind of those reasons. Like, I liked the introduction of Capoeira. I, I kind of wish they had... Exp- like, done a, an explanation of it because this would have been one of the first if not the first movie so get a bit of the history like a sit down with 
one of the kids at some point, whether it was Shay or Orlando or somebody, and yeah. talked about the background a little bit, like on the beach or something. They could have had a little two or three minute scene there of that. We didn't have any of those Mr. Miyagi moments. He was just like, no. this is the Jenga. And then we play music to the Jenga. And then that means somebody gets kicked in the fucking head. And then, you know, like it was kind of like, that's basically what they do. Like, there's not yeah. much more. Yeah. There's not much more. This is the Jenga. No, it's, it's, this is the it's very much. You dance like this. Listen to the beat. The beat's going to tell you when to smash this fucking guy's nose yeah, in. Yeah. Now you like, smash yeah. right in the fucking coconuts. <laughs> ba la la way. See, now there's fucking five dead motherfuckers. <laughs> you ever hear that fucking music playing? Run. <laughs> you better run, son. <laughs> you run, son. Oh, no. Zoom, zoom, zoom. You better zoom, zoom away. Zoom, like, zoom, fuck you. Zoom, <laughs> Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought the introduction was cool. I liked Capoeira. I liked the ending, the the demonstration at the graduation because that legitimately makes you go like, "Whoa, look at these guys. Yeah. Holy crap." Well, that's another part where it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, but the execution through the movie, yeah, wasn't great. Yeah. So, I I got to dock it for that. Yep. And just the straight fight choreography was was not super great either. I think I think in a lot of ways you and I are on the same page like, you know, yeah. You're giving it a three, docking it for its execution. I'm giving it a three and giving it an extra point for how they worked it into the story. So, yes. you know, like yeah. it's, it's, Same deal. it's, it's okay. Like it's okay, but it's, it's fun and it's flashy and it's, you know, it's kind of unique in the standpoint that there's not, there's not a whole lot of Capoeira films out there, dude. You know? There is not. And there is, I believe, no, there's not. I don't think there's any defenestrations in this movie. No, I don't think there is. Defenestration count zero. Zero, my friend. Zero defenestrations. And would Sammo Hung make this movie better? Sammo Hung would make this movie better if we had him doing, A, the choreography. Like, not the capoeira stuff, but, you know, you'd have to have capoeira guys in there. But for him to do the um, action and helping with the camera placement and helping with making it look realistic. He would totally do it. And I'd like to see him play the welder. I would love to see Samuel play the welder. That would be awesome. That'd be a great fight scene because then he wouldn't get trapped under a car. He'd get like, you know, hung up in a chain of the roof somewhere. Fucking lumbering around. Like he would have like him there. You could, you could cover his face because you can like he's obviously not Brazilian. So you cover his face yeah. with the welding mask, and then you actually have. Can you imagine him fucking swinging like a full on chain and shit? Dude, like he could use the welder's like the the torch, but hold on to the hose of hold it and on swing to the hose it and swing right? that. Foo, foo, oh, foo, 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 yeah. and like use it like a fucking rope dart, but yeah. on fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like Go Go in Kill Bill. Only it's right? a fucking be... flaming torch. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, sign so, me up for that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be uh, that'd be great. Hell yes. Would William Hung make this movie worse? Uh, as Donovan, yes. I would I'd like to see him as Donovan. Donovan. I have hey. no formal training in mixtape making. I'd like to take that home for the night and mix it. Yeah, William. But yeah, yes to Sam Hung. He, he just brings no, it back, and it's just an awful one of his songs. Like, <laughs> yes, just talk to me. And they're like, I can't fucking kick to this, William. Tell me your name. She bang, she bang. Oh Jesus Christ! I can't. Even Simon Cowell just this. walks out from the background yeah. to push a stop. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll be a big yes to Samuel Hung and a big no to William Hung. Yep, same on my end. All right, man, that wraps up Only the Strong from 1993. Done and done. That was fun, man. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I had a good time. Coming up next, 
on our show. We're jumping back a couple of years, not many. We're staying in the same kind of range here. We're going back to 1990, and we're going to do the original number one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm excited to watch this one. I've I watched it a million years ago, but 1990. God, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that that was 30 years ago. I it that doesn't even make sense to me because I I saw it in the theater. Right, I was in high school. It's it's weird that that much time has passed because I don't feel as old as I am. No, nor do I. Nor do I. Like the, the 1990. Oh God, yeah. Like I would have been. That would have been first year university. Well, I can tell you. Like one of our. Like I was driving to Montreal that year with one of our patrons, and we were listening to the soundtrack to that film on cassette, and we're just yeah. driving. I was like. T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E power. <laughs> right? In a half shell, they're the heroes for. Like, <laughs> like all the way to Montreal, like playing that shit. Yeah, that's a good that's soundtrack. hard to believe. And that was, uh, we, we've said it a number of times, like right in that pocket of that, you know, like the late 80s, 90s, almost right up to 2000, when they released a movie, it's like, okay, we need a slamming soundtrack to go with it. Like, we have to sell CDs and tapes. Like, it was a big, big part of it. And we, you, yeah. you don't quite get that anymore in the same way. Like, you just, you, you it, it doesn't exist. Um, but no. that was a huge part of it. And that soundtrack was fucking on fire. And then, of course, you know, the following film had Vanilla Ice on it because they really wanted to make some bank. Oh, yeah, they wanted to, once they hit that first one, they were like, well, we need another one. Yeah, they, they threw down hard. Yeah, this is in an era of, man, like the 90s had good action movies, dude. Oh, you know? it, the, the, best, the best time. That's where that's where you and I both fell in love with them. Yeah, 100%. All right, so that is coming up next week, 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on You Have Offended, this podcast.